from one dipstick in Georgia to another dipstick in Texas. Welcome to Two Dipsticks Garage with the Chance Brothers. Last Saturday, I woke up. I knew that I needed to go get Faith from BioDad somewhere just after lunch. But in my head, when I woke up, I was like, today's the day. Either you, you stop by and you talk to the owner about the car that you've already test driven. You know it needs an alternator. It looks a little bit tired. But today's the day. You've got to stop by and do it. So I go down, pick up Faith at 1, stop by the car. Around 2, the owner says... I just committed it on a trade. Oh. That last night I committed it for a guy that's doing paint work for me in a house. I gave him $5,000 trade on it. I was like, oh, man. But this guy's just going to sell it. Why don't you reach out to him, offer him like $5,300, for it, see if you can do a deal. Yeah. And I was like, look, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't going to go with 5000 Yeah. As you and I... Broski had talked, mm-hmm. walk up with four cash, which if I would have gone a day earlier, I might have gotten away with that. Right. So he calls the guy on the phone and says, they're speaking Spanish, which I don't do very well. He says, hey, the guy's offering 5000 If you want to take that 5000 cash instead of the trade for the car, owner comes back to me and says, he'll do it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> for real? <laughs> okay. So I said, okay, I'll... uh I'll go get the cash. I came home. A friend had reached out. A friend who is also an enthusiast on vehicles. He has a Mazda RX-8 that he absolutely loves. I'm trying to figure out why because, in my opinion, they're underpowered. They're not all that great looking. I hear they're fun to drive, but I haven't verified that. And they get, like, horrible gas miles. And they're incredibly unreliable. Correct. Now, if you were to talk to me about an FD... RX-7. It's a different story. I digress on that. So anyway, he had reached out and said, hey, you want to hang out this afternoon? I said, I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) How much cash do you have on you? Yeah. (laughs) He says, $1,802. I said, will you bring $1,500 of that so I don't have to do the ATM thing where, because you can pull, what, $600 at, at a time out of an ATM, which means that I have to hit it eight or nine times to get the cash I need. Mm -hmm. And at $4 a pop. Now I'm bickering about $32 in fees, (laughs) really. Yeah. (laughs) But he comes over, take the low boy trailer Mm -hmm. and the GX 460 go down. The car battery is completely dead. My jumper pack won't do anything. It's 1200 Watts Hmm. won't start the car. So the the owner pulls over his seven, three diesel and we hook up, that battery jumpers and my battery pack and we jumped the car off. Wow. Surprised we didn't fry anything. Mm-hmm. But there we are. Started it up, got it on the trailer, brought it home. Which brings me to for a first car for our sixteen year old, this is well over three hundred horsepower. Not a horrible thing. Yeah. Or could be a horrible thing. Could go either way there. But the importance of a pre-purchase inspection. Mm-hmm. Things we knew. Alternator was bad. Battery had been sitting dead, even though it was uh, stamped January of 23. Had the sticker on it for that. Yep. And luckily, the auto parts store swapped that out for me, even though I, I wasn't the purchaser. So that was very nice of them. 
But then the things that you start getting into, if you don't actually take it to a place and have somebody do an pre-purchase inspection, which would save you money, even though you've got to come out of pocket, what, 125, 150 bucks. Yeah. So air conditioning doesn't work on it at all. And I didn't know if that was because the alternator was bad and wasn't supplying it with enough power or whatever. Right. But it's got to get a new compressor now. Or at least a clutch, but I'm thinking compressor since I'm going in that far anyway. Yeah. The next thing is one of the mounts, and I don't know if it's transmission or motor, but there is a significant clunk when you let out the clutch. This is supposed to have an ACT clutch on it according to the stickers that are on the car. It either bites or it doesn't. There's no in-between. There's no smooth anything. It's just tonk. Wow. And you're in. So motor mounts. There might be a couple of other things that I haven't quite found as of yet. I don't know about the CV axles. Right. I don't know about bearings. I mean, right now everything still feels pretty good, pretty tight as far as mechanicals. But had I taken it to a shop, and have them properly diagnose it, and I could have come back and been below the, the amount. And I think that's a pretty good point that even if you're doing it from, especially a private party, yeah. but if you're doing it from a dealer, it wouldn't hurt to go to a third-party shop and get it inspected if you're able to take the time to do that. Yeah. And how long had this car been sitting? Several months. At least... Since the holiday season, Mm. I had been running up and down this road as you and I both know when you've got a bio dad and a bio mom and they don't live together and you've got visitations, you run up and down the road and that's what our current situation is. So I've seen this sitting there since late 2022 and then I stopped by the last weekend in April and took it for a test drive, learned about the alternator, figured the AC was an alternator issue. Yeah. And then finally stopped by in the first weekend of August and got my first Mazda 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there are perhaps a few context clues. However, it's still, when the price is right, the price is right. And it's tempting, of course, to continue seeing it. But the duration of the fact that it was sitting out there instead of somebody driving it could potentially lead you to say, well, something was so wrong that they really didn't want to drive the car, which could have just been alternator. But then if the air conditioner wasn't working, I mean, it's the winter, so mm-hmm. I guess it's they just decided to park it in the winter. And then with the mount clunk, maybe they decided to uh, replace the clutch on their own and really jacked up a, a mount or something like that. And uh, then they're like, well, you know what? Ah, something's wrong. I'm just going to go ahead and set it out and sell it. <laughs> you really don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. The gentleman I purchased it from... He's in his 60s. He is into the 7.3 diesels, old body style Fords. He's not into little turbo hatchbacks. Okay. And he took this in on a trade for a Tundra that he had, a first-gen Tundra, Mm. and gave the guy really high trade value on it. And that's why he had it sitting there for 6,500, as you'll recall from our previous conversation. That was where he wanted to be on it. Yeah. And I thought at 5,500, I would have a pretty good deal. You mentioned, well, walk up to him with 4000 cash. And had I done that a day earlier, it might have happened. But now I, I've got to get away from the what. And this is this yeah. is why it's so attractive to go hunt cars, because I just love the hunt of the deal. Oh, yeah. 
I'm curious, and, and we can kind of prove this here live, but there's a site that I like to use. Somehow I found this, but it's called blackbookportals.com. I really don't know how I stumbled upon this, but it's a it's almost like a dealer appraisal tool outside of the standard Kelly Blue Book, Edmunds.com, whatever it is. And I've actually been using this pretty regularly, and it's pretty darn accurate. So what you can do is you can go to this. It's blackbookportals.com. You can type in a VIN, if you know the VIN of the car, or you can just enter the specs. Right now it goes to 2009, is as far back in the model years as it goes. This is a 2012 Speed 3? 2011. Okay. So you can easily change that. You can modify that. This is without the auto trans. You can punch in, you know, what features does it have, and then you can type in the mileage, and it'll tell you about what the trade-in versus the retail value is by condition then it looks like you've already that? been looking this up but have you seen what it's worth i haven't so i just today went to get it titled registered paperwork on it Hundred ten thousand miles clicked okay. it over today all right i would say the overall condition is fair there's no smoke so mechanically it's doing well uh-huh. there's no drips underneath so that's good the coolant was actually really clean i did a, a full fluid swap yesterday uh so i would say the aesthetics the paint is faded there's not yep. really any dented body panels but there's a couple of little places that the clear coat has been deemed a bit so i would i would call it fair okay 110,000 miles I'll refine what the link is. I think if maybe if you Google Black Book Portals Light or something to that effect, somehow I've found this light site. However, looking at this, what it's showing uh, in terms of trade-in is average condition trade-in with the mileage and options on this vehicle, it's about $6,700 is about what it's worth. <laughs> yes! You just made my day! <laughs> So we are doing quite well. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. So the here was my tipping point. Here's what made me say this will be worth it was I had the 16-year-old with me. Now keep in mind, she's been through pretty tough past couple of years. Yep. And I say that with major medical concerns that have been resolved. And she's now coming back to being this vivacious person and and coming into her own we are doing the the parent directed driver's education program okay which is a little bit weird for me i back in back in my day <laughs> it was a school thing you'd show up at six at school and then from six to seven you would have your driver's ed mm. and then y- you would drive their car so now we're doing the parent thing she was with me and she she sat in the car while I was talking to the gentleman, got the seat comfortable, mm-hmm. felt the pedals, shifted the gears. Obviously, the car wasn't running, so she's just sitting there. It's 105 degrees in Texas. <laughs> black on black car. Bla- black on black car. <laughs> and her eyes lit up. Wow. She just she looked over at me, and her eyes lit up, and she's not shown that kind of a response to something for the past couple of years and for a little insight. So there's a medical condition where the chest, where your sternum is, it pulls in, it makes a cavity and that's called pectus excavatum. And it can get so severe that it will actually 
clamp down on your lungs and your heart. And then your heart has to work harder in order for it to pump the blood. So your heart grows and you can't breathe. They have this scale that says, okay, you know, you're severe, you're extreme, et cetera, et cetera. She was so far off that, that they said, we're going in for surgery. This was last August. When can we get her in for surgery? So she went in for October, had the surgery. That's a major chest reconstruction. Yeah. Like they are cutting ribs and resetting everything. And it wasn't until about June where she finally got on top of things. When you're in that kind of a medical environment, you got to take a lot of pain stuff and that can affect your digestive system. So we had to track that down. But now we're to the point where life is better. And when her eyes lit up, I thought, okay, we're going to move forward with this. We're going to make the offer. We'll get it done. And the only condition from the guy was like, if you're going to take the car and get it off my property today, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take the deal. I was like, done. That's great. Let's do it. That's great. And of course you see that reaction and you're like, okay, I'm no matter the price. I feel like at that point you're, <laughs> you're like, it is got to get this. It me. is. You've got this beautiful son and you went to visit family over on the East coast and you see him playing in the sand and there's just this jubilation on his face. Yeah. And you're like, I might not leave this beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally understand. So, and I I found that side. So it, it's, if you Google search black book, weekly values, light spelled L I T E, you click on the, should be the first one. It's blackbookportals.com. That should get you to the site. And I don't understand what the difference is, how you were able to access the light site, but you can go there. That's how you can do some research. How about that? So sure enough, it does go to blackbookportals.com, but then everything after the .com takes you to this secret little place. Yeah. And then you select your year. What a fabulous find. Thank you. And it was just, I found this years ago. I can't even remember how I found it. I've been using it with every sale. I've been researching to see if we're getting a good deal. You can see your trade-in value of your current car, or you can see the retail price of the car as well. So it's a really great tool. Does it go back to 1983 for say like a 60 series land cruiser? Uh, unfortunately not. <laughs> now that's more market value. This, uh, this goes back to I think 2009 is as far back as you can go right now. <laughs> the reason Fun he point. mentions the, uh, the land cruiser, I, I saw one today on marketplace. It's a good price. It's very nearby. So it's an 83, Land Cruiser, it's an FJ60. It was listed originally for $8,000, four-speed transmission, 33-inch tires. It was pretty cool. It was blue, old-school style, minimal rust mm-hmm. uh, here and there, maybe some bubbling on paint on the on the fenders. Really cool truck. Uh, it was listed for $8,000. They dropped it to $6,500, and uh, as I sit right now, it actually has sold. So that was three days worth of listing on Facebook and somebody saw that price and said, yep, 6,500 pretty smoking deal. Not going to lie. That would be a very strong side eye from me being (laughs) like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's an hour away. I might need to, Hey babe, I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) I know I just bought a car, but hear me out. This is a good deal. Next time, Stephen and I, we dig into our favorite vehicles. 
you're closing up shop with Two Dipsticks Garage. Feel free to open up another one to see what them Chance Brothers are getting into next. Yeah.